up, everybody? This is episode 2E, and the E is for excellent, because that's the type of audio quality you're going to get today. Honestly, I kind of wanted to go with E for escape, which is weird. I'm the one who didn't care about using, like, MMA fight terms, mm-hmm. and now you're just abandoning ship. Well, E is a difficult one. It's not as good as D, like, double leg, or P, like, punch buffet. Some might say E is for easy. You could have figured it out. Well, here we are. Episode two, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with a recap of last weekend. We told you about the fights, um, and we told you who we were rooting for. That's right. So last weekend was uh, UFC at Norfolk, Virginia, fight night 169. Uh, and we had in the main event, uh, Dave, I think his name was David, Figueroa. No, it's like Davidson. Yeah. It was like, oh weird brazilian david <laughs> it's yeah it's it's a variation of david figueroa <laughs> <laughs> which you should probably know his name because he beat our boy joseph benavidez joey benavidez had a tough loss um this past weekend and it's a bummer for him i think we'll get to it later but uh just to start off it's just a fucking bad win for davy figs over here because he missed weight by two and a half pounds so while he beat benavidez He's not the champion because he just uh, forfeited that and 30% of his purse. Um, And he was kind of an asshole about the whole thing after a little bit. It's a little tricky. You can't really celebrate as much as maybe you want to when you win when you miss weight. Because you've already put yourself at an advantage and you already made people not like you. So the best way to handle that situation is be humble in your victory. Mm -hmm. I don't think he knows what that word means. No, definitely not. (laughs) Uh, What else happened last week? Well, on a plus note, two of the female fighters we were rooting for, um, Felicia Spencer won, and Megan Anderson also won, which was interesting because they're in the same weight class, and they're both, like, vying for a title shot against Amanda Nunez. That's right. And um, Felicia already beat Megan Anderson, so I would think that Felicia Spencer is going to be next. Um, Yeah, I think that's good. Um, What's Megan's last name? Megan Anderson, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's the person who, like, I don't know why the MMA community doesn't like her. I forgot why. All of them or just you? No, it's like everybody. (laughs) Like, everybody on MMA Twitter, like, she fucking did something or said something that was fucking stupid or some shit, like, a little while ago. And I think people, she left, like, a bad taste in people's mouth, kind of. Or whatever. But she was really cool this last fight. And uh, and the internet is down in our studio currently. So we can't even Google why people wouldn't like her. No, I tried to find it. I oh, you find, did? Yeah, oh. yeah. So then it's all in your head and we just rolled with. Whatever. The thing is, I think like they kind of have something with her a little bit. And they need her to do uh, better. I think that if Megan fought Amanda, Amanda would end her. So Yeah, so that's why it's it's a good thing that Spencer could potentially get that shot. Next. Cool. Um, let's talk about, we talked about what was, let's talk about what is. This Saturday is <laughs> UFC 248 um, in Vegas. Israel-style Bender Adesanya is fighting against, uh, for some reason, because he's crazy and wanted to fight, Yoel, Soldier of God, Romero. And it's going <laughs> to be a crazy night. But it's a stacked card all around. Babe, who else is fighting on the card? Yeah, because we're definitely talking about Israel. 
and Yoel later. Uh, we got Wei Li fighting Joanna, also going to be in our top five, so we don't need to discuss it right now. My boy, Neil Magny. Neil Magny! Um, is on the card. I, I put it down as other cowboy is on the card. Do you want to explain who other cowboy is? So there's a Brazilian cowboy in addition to the American cowboy, and they actually fought too. The Brazilian cowboy is fighting this weekend. What's his name again? Charles Oliveira. That's right. And he's the man. He's been around forever, so good for him. And the last person who... um, I Oh, no, not the last person. Sugar Sean O'Malley is fighting, but we're going to talk about him later. And obviously we're rooting for him. And Deron Wynn is on this card. Do you remember anything about him? No. Okay, he is like mini DC. This is only his second fight in the UFC. He lost his first fight. And um, he was bummed about it, I guess. Like, he felt like he could have won, but he recognizes that he did lose. And, like, cute fact with him, he coaches uh, a high school wrestling team with DC. So that's kind of sweet. So I'm going to root for him. That's fucking awesome. So, yeah, last weekend was a good uh, night of fights. Had a... Whatever. Yeah, tell... I, I, I don't know why I love calling you out for this shit, yeah, but yeah. I do. Tell everyone how much you watched them on Saturday night. I didn't watch any on Saturday <laughs> night. We were actually at a college fundraiser uh, party for my cousin. We went back to Anna's uh, family's apartment, and I didn't even go into the living room. I walked straight to fucking bed and went right to sleep while Anna stayed up and watched fights with her brother. So, me and Patrick win, George loses, and... Being old enough to drink at college events wins everything. That's right. These poor college kids couldn't even get a, a wristband to drink. So That's right. Sod. I got my four tickets. Five. <laughs> oh, I, well, I guess I took one. <laughs> All right. Speaking of five, let's go to the top five of the week. segments of all why we want both fighters to win uh we're gonna use this saturday's co-main event as a case example we're gonna have uh yuana yonjacek versus wiley zhang and i will tell you a little bit about yuana (laughs) yonjacek so i love yuana she i think most people actually really like yuana there's very little to dislike about her she's a really fucking hard worker she was the former UFC champion until Rose Namajunas beat her in 2017. And then Joanna, that's how likable she is. She got an immediate rematch. I feel like that was one of the first times mm-hmm, like the UFC mm-hmm. granted an immediate rematch. And unfortunately, Rose beat her again in 2018. Fun fact that George likes to throw out is that we were at both of those fights. Yep, MSG and Barclays. It's pretty awesome. Um, so her belt went to Rose. Here's like a little history of the belt now. Picture it like moving across the maps. Mm-hmm. Uh, the belt went from Joanna to Rose, stayed with Rose, who then fought Jessica Andrade. Andrade beat Rose, and then Andrade was beaten by Wei Li Zhang, and that's how Zhang has the belt. What's what's like weird with MMA math is because then you're like well who beat who and if 
Joanna beat this person or lost to this person, does she even have a chance? Joanna beat Andrade. Mm. But. Lost to Rose, Rose. Who lost to Andrade. That's right. So, none of it makes sense. But I'm still saying that she can get the belt back, and that's why we want her to win. That was an excellent case study in MMA math. (laughs) (laughs) The worst. (laughs) No, you really did prove what MMA math is. It's the triangle where you can't see that one superior over um, everyone. So yeah, we'll see if she could get it back. That's why Anna wants uh, Ioana to win. Uh, And myself, I guess, because... I'm going to talk about why we both want Wiley Zhang to win. This is a tricky part. Yeah, it's pretty tricky. tricky. Uh, Wiley Zhang is a freaking killer. She lost her first professional MMA fight. So she was 0-1. And she's won her last 20. All 20. So her record is fucking 20-1. and That is crazy. Do you know how many were in the UFC? I think the last four. Okay. Four or five were in the UFC. Okay. She had a couple, like, devastating wins, and she definitely, like, freaking... Didn't she beat the hell out of Andrade? She, like, fucked her up in, like, 30 seconds or something, Yeah. Right? When they were fighting in China. Oh, yes! Yeah, so oh, she's, we like... Oh, because we were doing the podcast then, and yeah. we were super excited for the first Chinese champ. So, it was fucking awesome. Uh, and now, it's really gonna... Like, we're gonna see, like, can can she beat the former straw weight cream, uh, queen? Straw weight queen? Queen. <laughs> and Joanna Yunjacek. I could say that no problem, but I can't say strawweight cre- queen. <laughs> why, why is she cream? I, I mean, know. her skin is kind of cream. Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> Except when she tans, because she trains in Florida. So, <laughs> uh, another fun fact about Wiley Zhang that's kind of actually not fun. It's actually a little crazy. It's crazy. Is that uh, she had to change her camp because of coronavirus, like, Six weeks ago, because she was actually in China. So she had to leave China, go to Thailand, and then she spent like the last like three weeks in Las Vegas training at the UFC PI because they just wanted to make sure that her and her camp were all like super, like not even remotely at risk for this thing. So it's pretty crazy six week camp where you actually have to fly around the world and like run away from a a shitty thing that your your country is going through. Crazy, but also, like, really hard to be away from home for that long. Like, camp is hard enough as it is, and now you have to leave home and worry about your home and the people there. So, I want her to win. Yeah, man. It's really hard. (laughs) We want both to win. All right. uh, But you know what? We can't stay nice for so long. Let's go to number two. Yo, mad drama. Yo, fuck be nice. We love that drama. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Last week at UFC Fight Night 169, nice, in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, um, there was a mad drama fight. It was uh, Kutalaba versus Ankalev. <laughs> Babe, uh, why don't you frame some of the tension that was experienced during this fight? Um, and the lead up to it. The, they're nobodies, like not in a mean way, but nobody knows either of these guys. They're mm. fighting um, 205 pounds. Kutalaba, his first name is I-O-N, but it's like, how did they say it, Eon? No. Is it Eon? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The Kutalaba has a weird accent somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway. um, So, leading up to the fight, Kutalaba felt like he, he was trying to sell this. He's a guy who wears, like, flashy suits. Um, So, he was trying to get his name out there at the ceremonial weigh-ins. 
there was like he was like a little more aggressive than I necessary Here, ever. Check this out. Oh no, are we about to I'm about to see this live. So Kutalaba's just screaming on the fake weigh-in thing that they're at. Which the I like yeah. a little chest beat a la Celine Dion, Billy Alexander, you would like that. So he like shoots in now, they're face to face. Ankalev is like smiling. And Kutaleb is like fucking mad serious. And then Akalev's like, oh, all right, cool. So then he turns mad serious, looking like Abe Lincoln. So obviously they're trying to stir up a little bit of interest. Then on actual fight night, this, I I say this a lot. I feel like that I've never seen this happen, but I really have never, never seen, seen this, this happen. Bruce Buffer is doing his introductions. The fighters should be on their sides, like outside of this line that's in the octagon. And fucking Kutalaba crosses the line, which is already, <laughs> crosses the middle of the octagon, goes all the way over into Ankalov's face. And they like, he like gets underhooks on him. Like they're, they're He did touching. get underhooks, babe. I'm so proud of you right now. I heard someone else he say got, it. <laughs> he got over under and he fucking like did like a foot sweep kind of to the side to move him out of the fucking but way. But this is all like madness. Dude, you, people never have contact before the never. fight while they're in the cage. And also, ever. like, shame on the officials. And I don't want to do shame on Kev- Kevin oh, McDonald because I like McDonald. him. But well, let's talk you, about you Kevin go. McDonald. You, you that's talk a fucking, about him. I can't talk that's shit a brilliant about Kevin segue, right? Yeah. So uh, the fight's actually pretty good. It's intense. Ankalev, like, basically connects with Kutalaba. And he's, you could tell he's, he's a little rocked. And this is the whole question of what happened. How rocked was he? Because... Oh my gosh, can that be our new section? <laughs> How rocked was he? Yeah. <laughs> like mad sound effects after, like boom. <laughs> Bam. Bam. <laughs> maybe, maybe he was rocked. Yeah, yeah, maybe he was rocked. So he like starts countering Ankalev, who like starts going on the offensive to like really fuck him up because he thinks he has him rocked. Like Hutalib was, what he said afterwards was that he was basically playing up that he was more fucked up than he was like he's playing possum which we have seen in the ufc before right although we'll get to our feelings about yeah. that later <laughs> and kevin mcdonald jumps in and stops the fight and mad people on instagram and mma twitter and just the general and lava immediately yeah. after that's right immediately after started protesting because they're like that's the worst stoppage ever it's weird. His whole upper body was the fake playing. And I did think his upper his lower body was was grounded. And and you always tell me like, look, his legs are, are out. He doesn't have his legs back. And mm. I felt like he had his legs the whole time. I think so I So did to, Big yeah. John McCarthy. Yeah, and Big John McCarthy is always right. You always got a line with him. Former UFC ref, current Bellator Yeah, but like the former UFC ref. Like any fight that matters in UFC history, he's basically refed it. Except for the ones that Herb Dean did. Yeah. And I, I need to tell George now, because I make big life decisions on this podcast, Big John runs a referee school and you oh, go to shit. class for a couple of hours, like intense hours, obviously. And then you could start refing MMA fights. I think I might take his class one day. Babe, you should totally do that. That would be fucking awesome. I know. So. Whoa, my mind is blown right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, McDonald Bear over there, he uh, stopped the fight. And uh, Kutalaba was really fucking pissed off and whatever. But 
it might be genius because of all the drama. Now we're they, talking about him. We're talking about him, and then easy, they need a second fight. That's right. Yeah, run it back. Run it back. Number three on top five of the week is we want to talk about the legend of Joey Benavidez. Joey unfortunately lost to uh, Figure Rivera. Now I feel like Big Brown. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so I'm not even gonna fake it. Uh, but Joey Benavidez lost over the weekend. He uh, basically he he ate a really fucking strong right hand by someone who was bigger and stronger than him because he didn't even make the weight. Um, but it was after also they had like a really bad accidental headbutt clash where Joey definitely got the worst of it. So he was like clearly concussed and then he ate a right right after. And it was just super sad because Joey Benavidez is one of the good guys in MMA, man. He, <laughs> I know we always bring it back to that. But uh, Joey Benavidez has been around the 125 weight class, which has its own like drama in the UFC history. They've been trying to close it down now for years. Uh, but he basically has only lost to the best fighters ever he lost to mighty mouse and uh was there anybody else he lost to mighty mouse i think only twice and that was it he lost to i just saw this sergio uh, pettis at some point too oh, like he he's ha- he has losses but that's what happens when you fucking fight forever and he, yeah he's been fighting for well over 10 years he uh has been it won nine out of his last 10 fights and he's married to uh our favorite megan olivi who uh what is she uh um Correspondent? Yes, a UFC, UFC? MMA yeah. correspondent. Reporter. Yeah, it was just, it was a bummer. It, it feels like he will, he won't, he just can't win. He yeah. just can't win the belt. He can be a winning fighter, but I don't know. Is that belt just going to always be elusive to him? But I, I'm here to say, and I think we're here to say that, Joey B, you should fucking hold your head up high because even though you lost this fucking fight, and that really fucking sucks. You have fans for like for life, dude. And the legend of Joey Benavidez will live long after, regardless of whether or not he's a champion. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, the person that we're going to talk about for our top four. Mm. In, well, number, number four, four in, the in the top five. Four-fifths. May one day be a legend, too. I think he's well on his way. Mm-hmm. So we mentioned Sugar Sean O'Malley is fighting. <laughs> did I write Sugar Shane again? I don't know. I couldn't I figure did. out if you did or I did. I did. So Fuck. it's Sean O'Malley. Jesus. And uh, he's fighting this weekend. He's 10-0. and 0. He is... Such a weird... He's a character. Character, video gamer. Like, he makes more money on whatever that platform is. Twitch. Like, yeah. gaming stuff. Yeah, than he does fighting. And it's unfortunate because he hasn't fought in almost two years because he failed this drug test uh, once and it came back that it was just, like, some stupid tainted supplement that didn't give him any advantage and then he was booked to fight again, the same person he's fighting on Saturday night. And I guess that supplement, that tainted supplement, was still in a system. So that fight had to be canceled. So it's kind of like, welcome fucking back. Please let there not be some BS that stops you from from going ahead. He's only 25 years old. Yeah. And he's really developing like a following. He's just a super fucking awesome dude. And... Uh... He's really a victim of the fact that, like, the UFC has uh, and USADA that does the drug testing for it, they've gotten so good at shit that they detect stuff that doesn't even really help you. And it's like, 
all right, man, he's very clearly, like, if you look at him, he's very clearly not on fucking steroids. He's like, <laughs> he probably, like, gains weight to be 145 pounds. Yeah. And he's just, like, he's freaking super young, man. He's not even, like, full man body yet. Uh, but he's super cool, n- nice guy. He won a, or came in, like, th- what, third place in a video g- gaming? Uh, we don't fucking know because we're too old for this shit. He won third place in, like, a gaming tournament. And won, like, $25,000 and donated all of it to, like, a charity. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He got to, I remember he got to, uh, like, design his own Reebok shirt one time. And his whole thing is smoking weed all day. And tie-dye. So, I think his shirt was tie-dye. It was, yeah. But the image on it was stupid, so I didn't get it. Yeah, I wanted to buy it, but. Anyway. Anna said the image on it was stupid, so we didn't buy it. Last but not least. Fights to watch. This, uh, actually, it's it's the fight to watch. The fight to I think watch. it's the fight. There's going to be a lot that are going to be good, but the one that everyone fucking cares about, uh, really the one I care about, is Stylebender versus uh, Romero. So, um, Israel Stylebender, we've spoken about him uh, on the podcast and how much we freaking jock him in the past. He voluntarily called out this monster, Yoel Romero, who like doesn't leave people the same after he, he fights them. So he voluntarily was like, I want to fight the scariest guy in the division. And that's Yoel Romero. Who we also told you won in the little dance-off against Izzy. Yeah, that's right. You got to Google what he looks like. If you're going to Google what people look like from this episode, Google... um, Who's Matt Gelbs? Herb Dean. They know who he is. People know who Herb Dean is? I think everyone Well, if you don't, look up Herb Dean and then Google Matt Gelbs. (laughs) (laughs) Homework assignment one. Yeah. And then number two is just Google Yoel Romero. He's the scariest looking freaking person. And he has been in like the USADA or WADA testing pool his entire life. He's been an Olympian uh, Olympian in wrestling. Uh, he won the silver medal uh, for Cuba 20 years ago in freestyle wrestling. That is insanity. He's still Year fighting. Year 2000. Yeah. What? He's in his 40s, and the whole running joke about him is that, because he's also from Cuba, they think he's even older, and they've been lying about it. Oh so they think he's like 48 years old, and he's That's been lying crazy. about his age th- this whole time. Here's something we we didn't mention about him in any <laughs> other episode, but it means the most to me in terms of like whether I like him or not. It's hard. And this is what makes it hard for me. You, 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 you tell them all these things all right well all right i was also going to tell them the good things too but uh i'll I'll start with the bad (laughs) that's what we do (laughs) um so he's been like he's missed weight multiple times uh from what i understand uh unprofessional unprofessional so it's already like you know strike one and then uh twice he's uh taken extra time in the corner in between rounds so you should only be allowed a minute between rounds but uh once his corner purposefully like basically dunked a bucket of water on his head so that they would have to wipe him down, giving him more time to recover. And also his style is like pure explosive. So that means that like he gets exhausted in fights. And like he basically will catch his breath for eight minutes and then go ham for two minutes and knock people out and send them to another dimension. Um so his corner has done, like, the real, like, slick, like, Cuban, but also just, like, I could see my dad doing this oh, shit. Oh, th- every time I see how he All cheats, it's what your dad would do. There was one time where <laughs> he was fighting Tim Kennedy, and, like, it's so blatant, you can't even, you, you have to be upset, but, like, 
What the fuck? He just didn't get up from the stool. They gave him like an extra 40 seconds on the stool. He just didn't get up. And they were all like, get up, get up. And he like, and they didn't find him or anything. And then he went back in and he fucking TKO'd Tim Kennedy. It was fucking terrible. So he's kind of, he's kind of a cheater, you know? Yeah, he, that is, you're, you're a cheater. He's a cheater, but. And so, and that's know? why this is a fight to watch. Not why we want both to win. But listen to who he's freaking, also give him the respect he deserves. Listen to who he's beat, right? Brad Tavares. I don't know why I said it like that. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Derek Brunson. Tim Kennedy, because he because of Stoolgate. Leota M- Machida. Uh, Jacare. Chris Weidman, for right. the fucking saddest knockout ever. He sent Chris Weidman to fucking Mars in Madison Square Garden. He lost to Robert Whitaker in a um, close decision. Beat the fuck out of Luke Rockhold. Then lost to Robert Whitaker, but like really won in a contro- very controversial decision. Yeah, even decision. closer decision. Yeah. And then lost on points to pa- uh, Paulo Costa. Uh, but some people after that fight did think that he won that as well, too. So I don't know. Like, how many of those amazing wins that you just listed was he cheating for, dear? Pretty much every one of them. You, know? <laughs> so you got to get. Listen, man, when you're from Cuba and shit like that, you got to take those advantages, you know? No. Hold those gloves. No. For the... That doesn't make sense. <laughs> for the record, my favorite veteran move. Uh, in MMA that's like super kind of illegal but it's awesome is when you grab the inside of somebody's glove so that you could control their hands. Great. Yeah. Everyone, if you're ever going to fight George in an MMA fight, watch out for that. I'm going to cheat, yo. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Melissa.